Good morning, Steve. How are we doing? Hello, Dave. Yeah, doing very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So I wanted to have this, this conversation today um, for some of the work that we've been looking at with Maximum Edge. And it's it's part of a more of like a community awareness thing, just to let people know what is going on in the community around them. Um, we've got you in this morning from Rhythm Reaction, and all that's going to entail today is I just want to find out a little bit more about yourself, how Rhythm Reaction came about, um, some of the positive success stories we had, we've had from there, and how people can get in contact and work with you, and just find out more about what it is that you do. Yeah, excellent. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Brilliant. So straight off the bat, mate, just tell us what Rhythm Reaction is, a little bit about yourself, what Rhythm Reaction is and how it became to be. Okay, yeah. So Rhythm Reaction is um, an organisation, it's a CIC, which I set up, um, started as a bit of a an idea, 2010. Um, I've been drumming all my life and uh, Rhythm Reaction uses drumming to, uh, to sort of help and improve mental health, general well-being, physical health. And then, so over the years, like going back to being a child, right through sort of like an adult, um, the one thing that I did consistently with regards to health, without realising I was doing it, was playing the drums. Uh, I loved playing them. Um, and it was probably the only real exercise I got from a physical perspective. Um, and I wasn't well as a kid. I was very unwell for years, bad heart, but with a, um, like a, a damaged heart. So um, it was always important I stayed healthy, but I wasn't using a gym and I wasn't going running. The only thing I really did was gigging and practicing all the time and, and drumming. Mm -hmm. um, so when I got into my, my, my 40s, I started to think about how I could give that back a bit. You know, um, I've, um, I've really enjoyed drumming. Um, we've had one small release that got absolutely nowhere in the 80s. Um, and, so all of my fun has been like cabaret bands and doing our own music and working with other musicians. Yeah. In 2010, a lot of research around the um, the, the world, literally, uh, around the benefits of drumming. Uh, people have been talking about it because we know as drummers um, how much fun it is. Um, you can think back to Woodstock and uh, the djembe circles, the security drum circles. Mm -hmm. and, and everyone sort of going, oh no, the hippies, they're all really happy people, but you know, like, look at what they're doing. No, 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 no. You know, don't want to get involved in that. It was kind of the attitude from the majority of the world, you know, sort of like the irrational thinking every day um, person who goes to work isn't going to be sitting with long hair playing in the middle of Woodstock. Um, but a lot of those drummers sort of like have moved uh, the, um, the, 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 innovation into looking at well what makes it feel so good why do we do it um so there was research that came from that side of things at the same time scientists started to look at rock drummers um, using their mri scanners and ct scanners and putting brain scanners on their heads and looking at what was happening in the brain when they were drumming compared to when they weren't and comparing that to sportsmen and um and people who were doing things all over the world because everybody is well, from a scientific point of view and um, a lot of the people who were into the neurological side of science are really interested in exactly what activities yeah. uh, what to the brain there's a lot of research in that now so that can be googled by anybody at any point what was the findings on that steve what was the findings then so fantastic basically when you're drumming and um, you've got that many parts of the brain that are kicking off with information so um if you're doing an exercise for instance you're listening to something i'm going to practice a song so i listen to the song 
but then I play along to the song. But while I'm listening, to, while I'm playing along to the song, um, the scans kind of show activity from the auditory um, responsive side. So I'm listening and then converting that. I'm using the creativity part of my brain. In another part of my brain, I'm using the, the motor neuron sensors that are telling my arms and my legs what to do. Um, and then what to, is that all in time? And, and, and what? So while I'm doing all that, um, that's kicking off endorphins in the body, in the brain, sorry, that spread through the body, which gives you the same sort of highs that runners talk about getting and the sports background. So sportsmen get it. Um, and so they're the kind of results that they were seeing because they can physically, they can see um, the brain movement, they can sort of see activity um, coming from the different parts of the brain while you're drumming when they're using MRI. More recently, the Royal College of Music did a um, release the paper. Um, I think it was 2016, uh, and in that um, they had uh, worked with um, a number of non-drummers over a period of time, um, and uh, they came up with a study that said that there was a 38% increase in positivity and mental health for those who drummed on a 10-week course. So that puts out there for anyone to just Google the Royal College of Music, um, and they're just just a few sort of um, studies. But uh, so I was really getting into that side of things. I think, mean, right, what can I do? And at the time I was working in the NHS as a, as a, as a trainer. I've been there for a number of years and I stayed there for the next sort of six years to 2016. But in that time, I was volunteering and working with lots of different groups, people uh, who had um, who, who were like adults who were uh, in daycare, um, children, um, autistic uh, spectrum um, people, people who have a number of um, neurodiverse sort of conditions, uh, including things like the Stroke Association and Parkinson's. Um, and I decided, you know what, I should give this a real go. Um, I should really get out there and give it 100% of my time for a couple of years and see what happens. So I left my job to start with a reaction as a community interest company. So I'll leave community interest company, we've got a number of volunteers. I'm the only full-time facilitator at the minute, although we are looking to expand that because particularly since the pandemic, um, people's mental health and physical health has deteriorated, uh, particularly the mental health and just general well-being across all areas of society. Yeah, The call for um, the demand for what we do has increased. I used to work um, on a monthly basis at Maggie's, which is a, a cancer support uh, charity um, that have sites on oncology um, locations originally across Britain, but now it's across the world. So I'm, I, I work at the Wirral one, the Clatterbridge Cancer Centre, um, and we were doing monthly sessions. We now do weekly sessions, and we run them as an eight-week course. And then the people who come onto the course are actually referred on based on medical or psychological need, um, and, and they're pretty much full all the time. We've just finished our our, our, our most recent session, and the next one will start this Friday. So, so, so the reason for starting it was it just became obvious to me as, as my life went on. Um, and then once I started it, it's been a roller coaster at times because obviously when I first started in 2016 to go out to the, the wilder world um, and the Merseyside region and say, look, drum therapy is really, really good for you, um, or drumming and um, in, in whatever guise it is, is really good for you mentally and physically. Um, people didn't, didn't necessarily. Um, just say, oh great, well we'll have some of that then. Yeah. 
years of, of lots of organisations saying this is great, this and, and come back and come back and tell another people another building the building. Is the one is the one story that comes to mind um, that you could tell us about that really cemented it that yeah we've we've got something here this this is going to work it's going to start helping people is the one one um, scenario you can you can tell us early on that thought justifies why you've started to do it. There's so many that jump to mind. I'm that one on me. Um, I'm going to go with one of our volunteers, um, not one of our, our, our number one volunteer now, um, Kathy. Um, she first came to a workshop. I know this was six years ago because we recently put something up saying it's six years since my first. And she walked into what was a drummer size session. So drummer size is a class where we have um, two drums, different colours, and two pads, and we've got a Fitbit on. And the idea is to keep your heart rate within the BMI's, sorry, the British Heart Foundation's um, BMI target range for exercise. Right. Um, and we were running this at uh, David Lloyd up in, um, in Kirby. Uh, she came in to the session, had never drummed before, hadn't been quite shy and just thought, well, I'll give it a go, I'll try something different. Um, and she'll, she'll tell you herself, and she has done, she's emailed me and said, look, this was within three or four weeks of her starting this. Um, she said, look, there's like a light gone on in my mind. I'm just so much more positive after every session. Um, and it's, it's kind of changing my outlook. And I'm, you know, my wife, so my husband sort of kind of, who is this person? Um, and um, she's become hooked on drumming, if you like, almost a bit addicted to it. Um, but for her, it was a, a light on moment. It was a thing. But I could, there's so many different sort of, stories yeah. and, and so many people that we've worked with over the years to be honest mm -hmm. with you that's one that comes to mind that's fantastic uh, and I've, I've had more of a um uh, a physical effect and, and other people have been more of a mental and health effect yeah i can definitely see the the similarities between what i would the feelings i would get from maybe punching a punch bag like a few rounds punching a punch bag i can see the similarities to going hell for leather banging out some some rhythm on the drums. I can definitely see the similarities there and how that would induce all these endorphins and feel-good chemicals and that, yeah. So do people, they don't have to have ever drummed before? Absolutely not. No, definitely not. We, so can, can you just talk us through how a session would run then? As a, as a person who's never drummed before, what would what would a session entail for us? Okay, so well, we run a number of different sessions. I'll, I'll pick on my drum-along session. I'll, I'll choose that one. And, and your point, by the way, about um, sort of going hell for leather on, on the drums and, and that kicking the endorphins off is a really good one. However, um, just the fact that you are doing something rhythmic, so you're thinking about it and physically doing it and doing it in a group, that sets off, that really sets the endorphins going. And you don't have to be going hell for leather at all. It can be very gentle and have a very, very similar effect from a mental health point of view. Right. Or like instance like within the hour of that first session if you walk in in day one and um, so somebody comes along to the session the session we go through the health and safety do this do that don't do this do, don't do that and make sure everybody's safe and comfortable and i explain the equipment and in the one-to-one -one session we use a drum pad and um, which sounds and feels very much like a drum and um, doesn't look totally like a drum we've designed this over a number of years this, this pad moving from very loud drums to these relatively quiet pads, but they sound like drums and the harder you hit them, the harder they are, the louder they, they sound to, to be fair. Um, and you're going to be using that. And actually, 
Um, I encourage people, if they want to, to hit that drum as hard as they like. And if they've got some tension or whatever in there they want to get uh, get out of, then they're going to get the opportunity to do that. So, <laughs> thank you. And, um, and we'll just, I'll introduce to them um, how we're holding the sticks. And again, there's lots of ways to hold a stick, but I just keep it nice and simple. I want it to be, well, you come in and, and there's no, there's nothing technical about it. You don't have to be thinking about where the fingers have got to go, whether you're just, you're just holding a pair of sticks and you, you're going you're gonna to hit the drum and I'm going to guide you through hitting it fast and slow and hard and, uh, and quiet. And then we're going to play along to some music and it's going to be music that you know. So we'll use music from every decade you can think of going back to probably the fifties. We may have gone earlier than that with some stuff. Actually we have, because now again, we'll throw in an orchestral piece in um, and it might be, oh, I don't know, Can Can. Back, obviously, but everybody knows it. So it's mainly tunes that you're going to know. So instantly your brain just clicks into it. And whether you've got rhythm or not, and the number of people who come into a session and say, I can't do this, I've got no rhythm. Actually, we're all born with a heartbeat. We've all got rhythm. And all you've got to do is just, just hit the drum. And because you're in a group, because you're going all together, it's what they call the grandfather clock um, slot, um experience that goes on. So if you're sitting next to a grandfather clock, that just ticks away, tick, 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 tick. If you set 10 of these up in a room independently, after a couple of hours, whether, no matter what speed they start at, that, they all go in sync to each other. Right. That, yeah. And in the, yeah, that, that, that's pretty a, cool, like, isn't it? Yeah. They'll, they'll all go like that, we all together. So you can imagine 10 people in a room will come in and we'll start off at different tempos, but actually you just sort of fit in. But the pads are designed so that they're loud enough for you to hear. It's, and, and this was purely by accident. But other people can't really hear it and they're not really watching your pad. So it doesn't matter what you do. And if you make a mistake, if we're doing something a little bit more um, complicated than just single strokes, if you do whatever, your pad, you can hear it. Others can't. And they're not focusing on you. They're focusing on themselves. So actually, in the sessions, you can't make a mistake. And we're never actually teaching them to play the drums. What we're doing is giving you an opportunity to let rhythm out of yourself that you don't even know you've got and find rhythm and enjoy music in a totally different way. You're all of a sudden part of the band. You're playing what on that drum and everybody else is in the, uh, and they might be doing different things. So I might be in the session listening to a whole, the overall melody. So if there's a song going on, the drum beat might just be, but the bass, the guitar, the vocals, the piano, and the drums together might be going. Yeah. I might be playing that. You might be sitting just listening to the guitar bit and the vocal bit, and you can, you might just be going. Somebody else will be playing that. So collectively, it never sounds bad. In all mm -hmm. honesty, it sounds good. And so as a group, it sounds great. And as an individual, as an individual, you straight away you take something away from that. But then we'll also play some rhythm games and people, people will, I'll, I'll play beats and people repeat those beats back to me and then people get the opportunity to create their own beats and I'll give them techniques and show them techniques around how to uh, create those beats. And then we've got some mindfulness techniques that we use um, around creating a beat or playing a beat that you can then focus on when things aren't going so well in your life where you can, people who 
don't like to meditate or have never meditated or pay a little bit like, oh, I don't want to meditate, they can get a similar kind of effect as in calming of the brain uh, by um, focusing on a rhythm or a beat, which again, we'll show you sort of techniques of how to remember that rhythm and that beat. And um, you can just have a 20 second, 30 second, one minute, three minute, little bit of time on your own, nip to the nearest loo and sort of like just calm down if things aren't going well in the office or or whatever it is or wherever you work yeah. so so the sessions are comprised of a lot of different things and in those sessions we get our percussion instruments so you're not just hitting the drums we're doing the percussion another week we'll bring a full drum kit along uh, which will be padded as well so it's not too loud it's got symbols which i've got around me here in the studio i'm hitting them if i was hitting proper symbols that'd be much louder these symbols are um um noise reducing symbols they're known as silent symbols and they're 70 percent less volume generated and we put pads on the uh, on the drum kit so the drum kits in the room with the silent symbols everybody is playing the pads that they used to play in along to music you get on and you become the animal from the muppets or yeah. whoever you want to be um uh gene Cooper, whoever it is uh, and, and you get the opportunity opportunity to do that and um, with the maggie sessions once Within with one in every of the eight of the weeks that we do, we bring a gem base session. Uh, we bring gem bays in, so we're all sitting, and all of a sudden we are in that Woodstock scenario. We've all got African drums from. Well, well actually, that's not true. Some of the drums are from a lot further um, uh, afield than just Africa, but the majority gem bays, which are African drums, and um, and we use different uh, techniques because you're just using your hands, unless you have grip issues, in which case we have got sticks that you can use. Um, and um, and we have a, a gem based session and it's very much a it's not a learning experience there is you'll learn something but we're not there to say do this do that we just show you a couple of ways to use the drum and hit the drum and then encourage you to find your own rhythms within that and it's amazing what comes out of that and again we play a lot of music in that session too one thing i will say i'll just go back to one thing that puts people off sometimes and um, very rarely, to be fair, is volume. If you've got auditory um, issues, so we work a lot with um, neurodiverse uh, um, people who have um, real sensitivity to volume. Right. And we always provide or have a provision for earplugs and ear defenders. So if somebody wants to come to one of our sessions and they're concerned about that sort of thing, we just put those in and that makes a huge difference. <laughs> So that's, um, that's not everything that happens in a session. Um, we do the other things, but that's pretty much what a session or, or um, a cross-section of what the, uh, the sessions feel like. That sounds fantastic. I think one of the things you said before, and it's something we'd spoke about um, previously when we've met previously, is that there's you can't get it wrong. That was one thing that stood out to me talking to you last time, that you can't get it wrong, and there's different ways that you can be successful in that everyone can get success out of the, the way the sessions work you don't have to have any experience and no one can fail i think that's what holds people back from anything is either one the fear of failure two looking stupid in front of other people and the fact that you're saying there that yeah, there's loads of different um, quantifiers of success isn't there absolutely yeah totally um, and and one thing that we do do we do at the start of a session at the end of a session if it's a one-off session we will often ask people for um, a 
pre-course feeler some questions around whether they played and, and, that, and how they're feeling. And then at the end of the session, the reverse of that, how are you feeling now an hour on? But um, when it's a course, a four, six, eight week course, whatever, 10 week course, whatever course we're going, um, for somebody, then we'll do a little, a little bit more of an in-depth questionnaire. Mm-hmm. What we get from that constantly, a similar bit of feedback around how the fact that there is no emphasis on achieving anything and yet I've achieved something. That's yeah. Um, but it also gives us a lot of feedback um, around um, what people like and what they don't like. Very rarely, um, I have to say, do people say, I didn't like something. Um, I'm always saying, please tell me something you don't like. I need to improve the course. Yeah, yeah. Day one, back in 2000, the very, very first session actually took place in Bootle with an organisation called Y Kids, and it was a six-week course with children who um, uh, tended to be sent to the naughty corner or had other um, issues, might be social issues or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that day, because my background was in training, it was in sports, we made records of every single session. I can, t- I, I've got notes from every single session we've ever delivered, because we, I write it out as a lesson plan, but I don't deliver it as a lesson. But what I do is I use that to learn. And yeah. organisations we work with, we've been working with them for up to six years for some of them now, where we work with them every single week with the same maybe ten or twenty people. And they come back week after week after week because that little endorphin kick that I was talking about, that that, that feel good factor, um, kind of doesn't go away. Um, and so they'll, they'll bring us in to me to make sure that every one of those sessions is engaging and fresh. I have to look at what we've done and change it and change it and change yeah. it and bring new ideas and new sort of exercises and new challenges into the session. So we do that all of the time. So we're always evolving and we're always looking to evolve. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the one thing at the top of every lesson plan is the outcome of this, the word fun. That's what it is. We're yeah. not, we're not going to change the world, but if we make sure that people enjoy themselves in the session, then everything that we do, do then offers so many benefits and there's so many more benefits like coordination as well as feeling happy and more positive and building self-belief, your ability to communicate. You can talk to people through the drums without opening your mouth if you, if you don't want to say something in the session. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play a beat and if people play that beat back to you, so we get an opportunity in a game that I, it's similar to Simon says, you play a beat, everybody listens to that beat. You don't have to remember what you just did, but they've got to play it back to you, but all play it back to you at the same time. So when they do that and you're sitting there and you're the person who says, I don't really want to have a go and I go, do us a favor, just hit the drum twice and I don't care if it's a beat or not. So they'll do that and everyone responds to it. Well, sometimes just that, that is often enough for them to just go for it and just, just make up beats and the beats come back to them and they're already getting ready to play their next beat and it's sort of like da 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 and everyone yeah and it just sort of that kind of happened that actually that's a huge feeling of occasion it's like oh they're listening to me and they're responding i know they're listening because they just played back to me what i played to them yeah on the drum um people don't necessarily sit there thinking that but actually that's 
what the mind takes from it. That's what the subconscious takes from it. That's what makes you feel what one of the many things that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. I love going back to what you said before about the if people think like the they're not musically gifted whatsoever. Everybody has got a heartbeat. Everybody's heartbeats with um, obviously the same cadence all the time, and it obviously it can it can increase as your heart rate. But everyone can keep in time with their heartbeat. That, that that's good. That yeah. <laughs> no matter who you are, you'll see people in a car with the radio on. They're tapping away. They're playing with the instrument without realizing it. It happens to be the steering wheel, but you know, or. Yeah. In a band, you're lucky enough to be playing, and you look around, you you know that people are engaging, even if they're subconsciously engaging, because you see the feet tapping, or the hands tapping on the knees while they're having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like you know, the, um, music. Um, uh, I just think you know, live music's fantastic. You can be part of that live music within the session. It's a bit like the uh, the scene in the full months. I mean. Some younger people listening to this when we put it out there might not even know what the film The Full Monty is, but it's the scene when they're all stood in the post office and the music comes on and they're all moving in a certain way, but to the rhythm of the song out there. Everyone can find a beat at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you up to at the moment with Rhythm Reaction? Where are you working at the moment? Okay, so, uh, well, today's Monday. This afternoon we will be with an organisation called Large. So they bring us in twice a week. One, one, one of the sessions is uh, our drum along session with the pads, and the other one's a gem based session with a number of adults. Um, and that's that's an every week thing ongoing. Um, and then this evening we'll be in witness at the studio, um, which is an open public session, so anybody can come along. And um, we run that every single Monday evening, half five to half. Usually on a Monday morning, we've got a session somewhere, so we're lucky to have this Monday morning to be able to have a chat, to be honest with you. So this, this, this morning's a, um, an admin show, having a chat with you, which is great. And then through the week, it's, it's similar. We can do up to three sessions a day. And um, so we'll be working at Maggie's on Friday. We work with uh, Your Voice, Your Choice, which is um, um, uh, it's a CIC in Halewood who work with young adults who have, uh, who, who require sort of uh, day support, daycare. Uh, they're a fantastic group. We work with them. Similar group on the Thursdays in um, in uh, Kirby, or that. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesdays we're at V's in Prescott, and that's um, 10.30 till 11.30, and that's our second open public session that anybody can come along to. Uh, and in that, as I say, every now and again, it's a January week. Every now and again, it's a drum kit week. But by and large, 90% of the time, it's a, a drum along uh, week. And so again, their sessions where I've got to be constantly thinking of new things, which is not hard because there's so much music to pick from. And yeah. the other sessions where we do sort of like regular sessions or where it's a course. So an organisation might ring me up and, and bring me in to do an eight-week course for them. Um, so over that eight weeks, I'll get to know the people in the room. They'll get to know me. And quite often, there might, it might be a large organisation who, who those people don't necessarily all know each other. This might be the first time they've connected. And during that course, we'll do the same. We'll do a gem bay session. We'll do a drum kit session. We'll mm-hmm. do it. Um, so we're, we can be we can do twelve anything between eight and twelve workshops a week at the moment. And um, used to do one to ones. I do one at the moment, um, but we're unfortunately, we get to that stage where I actually can't um, do one to ones. Can't take any more on. Yeah. And um, moving between one location and another is is um, it, easy enough to do but it restricts how much you can actually oh, yeah yeah 
And so we go to wherever we are, we, we, we go. We don't have one venue that people can come to. And the studio has been going on now since 2018. Um, and the V's have been going on since post-pandemic, straight after the pandemic. We kind of started working there because of the need. Um, um, so yeah, we're we're relatively busy at the moment. Um, yeah, that sounds it, but it's a good that's a good problem to have, isn't it? I'd say to be honest with you, uh, I could definitely do with the, with, the, with getting an extra person in, which was something I was saying before. So if somebody's watching this and um, this video, um, at some point in the near future, we we will we'll be hiring if you like. So we want another facilitator to come on board and um, and do what I'm doing, and that might be somebody who used to be a drummer who. Uh, initially wants to just volunteer to see if there's something they'd like to do. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I don't like to let people down, and we haven't yet, um, but I, I do have to say no a lot of the time um, to people because obviously the regular sessions, we don't let down. You know, we never, we'll never stop those, and we don't have many more open um, slots in a week. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that, we're looking to, uh, we're looking to, to build Slowly, quality before quantity. Yeah, of course. So if, if someone was interested in maybe volunteering or even getting onto a session, where's the best place for them to get in contact with you or find out more about what it is that you do? Uh, well, our webpage, which is um, www.rhythmreaction.org, or the Facebook, which again is Rhythm Reaction, Twitter and LinkedIn, and Instagram. So on all of those, there's a phone number you can ring to contact me. Um, my email address is steve at rhythmreaction.org, so you can contact us that way. But as I say, that's on the website, it's on Facebook and so on. And um, yeah, but they're, they're, they're ways to get in touch with us. Fantastic, mate. Um, so off the back of this longer form conversation, we're hopefully going to be able to organise some shorter, little more digestible chunks that we can go a little bit deeper on some of the topics we've spoke about today and really get into the, the how how the benefits of this um of drumming and finding beats and rhythm can influence mental health. And I'm really interested in the mindfulness that we spoke about before. So that'll be maybe one of the topics that we'll go into in a bit more in depth next time. But yeah, I'm looking forward to those, Steve. So anyone who's listening to this, look out for some more shorter, more punchy episodes with, with Steve on some of the topics. All right. Look forward to doing those with you, Dave. Thank you. Brilliant, man. It's been fantastic to speak to you this morning as well. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Steve. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye.